0: Lifeway leadership. Lifeway leadership Podcast Network. You're listening to the One Ministry Question Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Atkins. Today I'm here with Daniel Lim. Hello, hello. Oh, and
1: um it's been it's been a little bit. Well since uh, we recorded anyway. Yeah, it's been a bit since we've recorded, but you know, the beauty of podcasting is our episodes keep on going out, so <laughs> Well,
0: i I just uh, I, you know we we still um, record quite often, uh, mm-hmm. and one thing that hasn't seemed to change, um, which kind of brings us to our our question today. Uh, current events, wow, I mm-hmm. am, of course, in in the us, uh, and we're talking about the economy and Covid and Russia, and then, that's just like the major political part of the major political issues. The other thing is gender and the Olympics and oh man, there's so many issues. Roe v. Wade potentially being overturned. Yeah. Uh and a uh Supreme Court justice just is an stepping down. Like
1: there's so so much. Yeah. And then you can Um, get a different flavor of it all, depending on where you're digest or, or ingesting the content from. Right. (laughs) Totally. And I'm sure that it's very similar in Canada. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, the news, the news wants viewers, you know, the cycle keeps on going. So uh, there's, there's so much going on and I feel with our, our news cycle and with social media and all that stuff, there's, there's always something else, right? There's, there's, and, and, you know, I'm sure there's that many things back when social media didn't exist. We just weren't as, I guess, in tune with it all, but every, with globalization, everything does seem urgent. Everything seems now, and seems like everything seems like we have to address it now too.
0: <laughs> well, um, I remember, and, I probably, I probably shouldn't even say this because I may have gotten my history, uh, incorrect. And if so, I taught my children something wrong, but, um, going back to the Spanish American war, Theodore Roosevelt, like all the, all that kind of stuff. Um, the interesting thing there is, uh, you also saw in that day and age, you know, it felt like the media cycle Never stopped just like today because uh, I'm pretty sure I can't remember who owned all the, the newspapers. I think it was before Hearst, but
1: mm.
0: he basically said, you know, give me a picture, I'll give you a war <laughs> <laughs> um, that he could put on the front page. So, in a day and age like that, um, I mean, how often should we be addressing current events? During a church service, that yeah. is that's the question for today.
1: Yeah. You know what? This is this is something that I've actually been thinking quite a bit about and have been having conversations about with our our leadership team and our elders and and actually a recent situation at the church where uh, there's there are people, I feel. Uh, and, and, you know, with social media, too, before I finish that thought with social social media, too. Everyone is accessible, right? So the pastor is, if you're, if you're, if you can't catch the pastor after the service, uh, maybe before you could shoot an email or schedule an appointment or, or have a phone call. And, and if the pastor had boundaries, then they could, you know, address that when appropriate. But with social media and with being constantly connected, it's like everyone can, like I feel like anyone in my congregation can approach me immediately so there's always something going on right and there's that sense where okay am i supposed to comment on this issue are we supposed to respond on that issue and then you look in hindsight and you're like oh my goodness if you don't respond then you it's it's like you're deaf right and and you're you're just completely uh out of touch with culture if you don't say anything but if you say something are you now a political commentator? Are you now a health expert? Uh, is is that what you went to school for? Shouldn't you be teaching the scripture? Yet, yet Jesus met us exactly. Uh, he met he met his disciples, and he he met the Pharisees, and he met everyone that he connected with in their culture. He was born at a particular time. So, yeah, this is this is such a good question to address uh, because it's so easy to to allow the news cycle and what's going on around us real things. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not minimizing what's going on in the news at all, but it's, it's so easy for those things to usurp, right? To usurp the mission of the church, the vision of the church. And I know in other contexts, we often talk about mission drift, right? And, And we don't often talk about that from the perspective of, Current events. We we often talk about that from the perspective of, always oh, is, is someone is you know is is there someone on your launch team for example or is or a member that's that's you know are they are they the twenty percent taking up eighty percent of your time and and because of that you're not allowed you're not you don't have the time to focus on message prep or or other parts of leadership the way you need to right that's how we often refer to mission drift but man this is it can so easily apply to current events too.
0: Yeah. I mean, it can be uh, massively distracting and discouraging mm-hmm. um, at the same time. You know, the, a, as far as like when to address them, how often to address them. Um, I do think, you know, when you were talking, you were given, given the example of Jesus and he was born at a particular time and place. And certainly there were political things at play there. Oh Yeah. yeah. Um, in addition to the, the, you know, geopolitical stuff that was going on there. You also had Pharisees, Sadducees, you, you had these massive, uh, massively well-formed, uh, groups of people that were trying to take him down. And Mm -hmm. they often did that by bringing up controversial subjects. At least they were controversial to the Jews. And if they weren't controversial to the Jews, they would be controversial to the Romans. Yeah. and, I think we can take, uh, literally a page from scripture. Um, and, and because what he did was he always, almost always, you know, refers back to previous scripture as uh-huh. it said, like he's, he's relying yeah, on you've heard it was said, yeah. Scripture yeah. to yeah. answer the question versus this is my opinion, you know, take it or leave it. None of that mess. It was like, Hey, this is what scripture says. So, you know, it, it it kind of is what it is. Um, I think that's a very important uh, important thing to to attempt to do yeah. on all of these issues. Oh, completely. To just say, hey, I'm not. This is not a debate. Mm-hmm. This is what Scripture says. Yeah. So, and where Scripture is, um, where Scripture speaks, we're we're not going to be silent. Yeah. Now, environmentally, we may say. Hey, um, on Sunday nights, we're going to be doing a series, uh, that is a biblical worldview series. Yeah. And, you know, tonight we're going to be talking about abortion and next week we're going to be talking about gender. And next week we're going to be talking about fill in the blank. Uh, that's, you know, how my church is actually doing that right now. Um, and you know, I, I think that's, likely the best way to do it. Now, if you're in the text and on Sunday morning, I don't say skip over that issue. Um, but you know, address it, but don't pull out your soapbox and in that environment, just go to town on that specific issue. That's where, how I would do that and say, Hey, for church members, uh, and those that are seeking to grow, here's how we feel about this issue. I'm not, I I want to unpack that for you. Not just,
1: um, I don't know. No, for sure. Right. So, so, so there, there's definitely that sense of how do we equip the saints for the work of ministry, right? How do, how do we, how do we teach the whole breadth of scripture? Um, how, how do we, how do we equip our congregation and our, and our church family to be able to live in the moment and be the salt and the light and, and make disciples of all nations and, and discipling, uh, the our culture is discipling us, right? And, and our news cycle and everything going on wants to disciple us. And, and, and we know that. So, so wh- whose agenda is going to lead the day for your church? I think, I think that's the question we ultimately need to, to answer because, because honestly, there, until the day we die, there are going to be people who want to make uh, the minor thing the major thing, right? Like they, they want to do that and they want to usurp the agenda. And as a result, we've seen in church history with different denominations, and I don't want to call any of them out here, um, but we have seen a rapid decline of many denominations because they've made minor things major things. Right. I, I love what Meldenius said. He was like unity in essentials, charity or um, freedom in the non-essentials and charity in all things. Right. The, the, I, I love the quote. The problem is when is the definition of, OK, what is essential and what is non-essential? And, and that's right. where you get into a lot of interpretation. But but I'll, I'll give you an example. So for for Beulah. Um, we have a, and this is something that we've recently really just emphasized and put to test and, and, and reaffirmed uh, at, at our highest leadership levels where we said, you know what, uh, Jesus is our North star. Jesus is our compass. And I know that's not new for, for anyone. I mean, it should be for every church, but our vision is to awaken greater Edmonton to King Jesus so with that when we think about issues like covid and vaccine and non-vaccine and i know depending on where you live you're like yeah, yeah yeah no we're still dealing with that and other parts you're like no we're not really talking about that anymore um vaccine or non-vaccine mask or non-mask um you know do we talk about racism and or or abortion or, or this that you know from the stage do we, do we make uh do we try to move things along in our culture from the pulpit uh, for us we're like you know what Jesus is King. And no matter what happens in our cultural moment, that we're not going to allow that to change the direction of our church, but we are going to address it. Right. But we're not going to address it to the point where it takes priority over who Jesus is. So I know there are some churches who are like, yo, we're going to have medical experts come and speak to our church. (laughs) Right. And it's like, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that because we're a church and and Jesus is going to be the main thing. But you know what? Hey, I had someone from the Evangelical Fellowship of Canada, their they're resident theologian, their vice president. Uh, we had him come in and he preached on a weekend based on what we were walking through in the text. And in the evening, like you said, Todd, he actually did a seminar for us where he was helping us understand how to deal with hot topics and engage politically and engage into our society. And, and, and that, I felt like that was a, a very appropriate moment to equip our congregation in that, in, the, in that time, but it wasn't the, it wasn't worship, right? It, it was more teaching. Right. Yeah. So do you think there's a, uh, the real question here
0: was, you know, how often should this occur? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, my pat answer, I'm going to give my pat answer and then I'm going to ask you to, to give yours and kind of wrap up. Mine would be, yeah. hey, anytime something comes up in the text, it's the right time to address yeah. it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, in the natural order of you preaching, there are going to be times if, you know, you're in the New Testament and you're in Corinthians, you know, we know we know what you're going to be addressing. That is a mm-hmm. hot topic in our culture. Um, Now, uh, I do think that you should strategically ensure that your, uh, adults and especially students are getting a solid biblical worldview out of which they understand, um, how to think about Mm -hmm. things a little better. I'm not saying I'm not, um, indoctrinating to the point I'm telling you what to think, I'm telling you how to think about these issues yeah, yeah. in light of scripture. And that's where I stand, uh, you know, there and where, you know, you can stand uh, too. So yeah. what do you think?
1: Yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd agree with you on that. Uh, and as a general rule of thumb, if something happens in culture, wait, waiting is better than being waiting to address it. And being a little bit late to address it is always a better bet than addressing it the first or being the first one to address it. Now, if for example, planes fly into the twin towers, you know, something like that happens, right? Then yes, okay, address it that weekend because I mean, you can address it from a you know, you can address it from a macro perspective, but there's a lot of there's a lot of little fires uh, being, um, that are, that are being started everywhere. And you don't like hindsight is 2020. 20, so you have no idea when that little fire happens in your echo chamber, it might seem like that's going to be huge. Right. And that's going to burst into the, you know, these big flames and going to be this big thing, but it might actually fizzle out. So if you can delay a week, delay two weeks, right. Let time pass to see what happens before addressing. Because because the last thing you want to do is address something when the whole story hasn't actually come out yet. Okay, so right. delay. You're not a political commentator. Uh, delay. You're not a news commentator either. You're a pastor. Uh, delay that. But I would, I would just say, hey, take a look and remember the words of Jesus in Luke 12, 12. For the Holy Spirit will teach you at that very hour what, what must be said. So in all of these issues, and don't lean on an expert or some even pastoral expert to know when to address it or even how to address it. Go first to the Holy Spirit, right? The leading of the Holy Spirit, the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Learn from what's around you, but but you are pastoring in a particular context for such a time as this. So. Uh, Don't let uh, other people's voices speak into your context because I mean, God has called you where you are, where you're at. So trust that God will also speak to you to know how to lead the people where you're at To Awesome. Well, thanks so much for listening into the podcast. If you uh, haven't yet subscribed, we want to encourage you to do that. It's free, (laughs) Uh, but you know what, what, what would also be helpful is, Uh, Perhaps there's someone on your team that came to mind or someone that came to mind as you were listening to this episode. Uh, Maybe you want to get their thoughts on this, too, or you just want to have a dialogue. You know, you could just hit the share button on your favorite podcasting app and and text the episode over to them or or even just send them the link to our show notes. And uh, yeah, we'd be honored if you were to if, uh, if you were to help spread the news about our podcast. So thanks again for listening in and we'll catch you next time.